Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In this video, I'm gonna be going through my start sits at the wide receiver position. So breaking down every single week 18 matchup and listing every fantasy relevant wide receiver as either a start or a sit. While you guys are watching, if you enjoy the content, just do me a huge favor, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. There are gonna be timestamps down below for every matchup. So if you guys just wanna jump around, that is totally fine. You can find those in the description, but let's get into the Cowboys-Eagles game where I'm going to be starting C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper. Honestly, both of these players have kind of disappointed so far this season, at least in my eyes. C.D. Lamb has been rough as of late. I kind of thought Amari Cooper was going to have, you know, a borderline wide receiver one season. It just really hasn't happened for these guys, but I do think they're still very startable moving forward. I guess we only have one week left. So they're very startable in week 18. And then sitting Cedric Wilson, who should be taking over that Michael Gallup role with him now out for the season. For the Eagles, there's really only been one relevant wide receiver on this team all season long, and that has been Devonta Smith. I don't love him in my lineup, but I do think he's startable. He's probably more of like a high-end wide receiver three play. So, you know, like a third wide receiver slot or a flex option. Moving on to the Packers-Lions game. I talked about this in my running back start sit. We don't really know how the Packers are going to approach this. You know, they have the number one seed locked up. So are they just going to sit everyone? I could understand it, you know, resting the guys, avoiding potential injuries. But you also kind of look at it a different way. And if they already have the bye, that means they're not going to be playing for two straight weeks. So we just don't know with that situation. But I'm kind of approaching this as if all the players are going to be there playing their normal role. And so, you know, obviously you're starting Devonta Adams as probably like the wide receiver two overall, and then sitting Alan Lazard and MVS. Both of them have had some solid outings, just not a lot of consistency out of either player. For the Lions, you just keep riding Amon Ross St. Brown. I know I told at least a few people to sit him last week over some other options. Definitely feel rough about that because he went out, absolutely balled out once again, really has just been a monster the last like four weeks, I think, four or five weeks. So just keep firing them up as a start. Then we've got the Colts taking on the Jaguars. And the only wide receiver I'm interested in this matchup is Michael Pittman. Just continues to produce despite not having a lot of passing volume going around on that Colts offense. For the Jaguars, it's just rough out here. Sitting Laquan Treadwell and Marvin Jones. Did not think that at the end of the season, Laquan Treadwell would probably be, you know, the wide receiver one on a week-to-week basis for the Jaguars, but that is where we are at. In the next matchup, the Washington football team travels to New York to take on the Giants. For Washington, I've been listing Terry McLaurin as a sit at least last week. I think it may have been the last two weeks. I am going to switch him to a start, and the only reason why is just because this Giants defense has been brutal. This overall team has just been atrocious, so this could be an opportunity for Terry McLaurin to put together a solid game. And this is the first time I've done this all season long, but I'm just not even going to list any players on this graphic for the Giants. Haven't done it at any position, but I mean, this Giants team, the wide receiver room had some talent. It's just been brutal. The quarterback situation is awful. It looks like it's going to be from, so you can't even consider starting any of these wide receiver options. The next game is going to be between the Bears and the Vikings. Even though Darnell Mooney had a solid game, and this is a decent matchup against the Vikings secondary. I just can't trust this Bears passing attack. So sitting Mooney and Allen Robinson. 
For the Vikings, you continue to fire up Justin Jefferson as a high-end wide receiver one, really hoping Kirk Cousins is back, and I do expect him to play in week 18. KJ Osborne is kind of a borderline start, but you know, in championship week, I'd like to have a better option than Osborne, so he is going to be a sit. Then the Panthers are going to travel to Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers. For the Panthers, despite the poor quarterback play, I think you can still, you know, plug in DJ Moore. It's like a high-end wide receiver three flex option. For the Bucs, you fire up Mike Evans, who I do think is going to still play a prominent role despite being banged up and the Bucs, you know, already having their playoff spot locked up. They can still go for that number two seed and Evans needs to get, I think it's like 50-something yards to continue that record with like most consecutive thousand-yard seasons to start his career. So I think he's going to play a prominent role and then I'm just not really going to trust any of these wide receivers behind him who are potentially taking over the Chris Godwin or AB roles. Moving on to the Patriots-Dolphins matchup, I'm going to be sitting all three of these Patriots wide receivers. All of them had pretty solid games on Sunday, but I just don't know if we can rely on these guys you know, on a week-to-week basis. So sitting Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers, and Christian Wilkerson. Literally had never heard of this dude, Christian Wilkerson. He goes out, catches two touchdown passes, sees a huge target share, really out of nowhere. But I mean, I'm just not really relying on any of those guys. For the Dolphins, even after a down game, I think you still fire up Jalen Waddell as a really solid start. And then Devonta Parker saw a really huge target share on Sunday, but really just did not produce with it. Tua did not look good. So Parker is going to be a sit. In the Saints-Falcons matchup, I'm really just going to be fading all these wide receivers. Marquez Callaway has been solid as of late. I just don't have a ton of trust in him and really this passing attack as a whole. For the Falcons, Russell Gage went on a nice run. He's definitely slowed down as of late, and the Saints defense is still pretty solid. The next game is going to be between the Titans and the Texans, and I'm just going to be starting both of these you know, clear-cut wide receiver ones, A.J. Brown and Brandon Cooks, both really nice starts in your lineup. Then we've got a rivalry matchup between the Steelers and the Ravens, and honestly, the only wide receiver... I want in this matchup is going to be Deontay Johnson. He continues to see volume, even though Big Ben has just been brutal basically all season long. Sitting Chase Claypool just doesn't have a consistent role in this offense and has been severely disappointing this season. For the Ravens, I am actually going to be listing Marquise Brown as a sit. The man has just not produced as of late. If Lamar Jackson plays this week, I do think you could start Marquise Brown, but with Tyler Huntley out there, I'm really just not trusting him, you know, in my championship matchups. And then same thing with Rashad Bateman. Jets-Bills is up next for the Jets. Braxton Berrios is coming off of a very impressive performance. I am going to be sitting him just because we don't know what's going to happen with these guys returning. You know, Elijah Moore may be back. What's his snap count looking like? Does Jamison Crowder return? It was kind of just a perfect storm for Berrios against the Bucks. Tough Bills defense here, so I'd rather avoid him in my lineups. But if you are desperate, I don't think he's the worst play, especially if Elijah Moore and Jamison Crowder miss again. If both those guys are out, I do think he honestly could be a decent flex option. For the Bills, I'm rolling with Stephon Diggs, and I just don't think in a championship matchup, I can trust Gabriel Davis or Cole Beasley, and especially not Emmanuel Sanders. Then we have the Bengals taking on the Browns. For the Bengals, I've been listing Jamar Chase and T. Higgins as strong starts every single week, 
and then I continue to list Tyler Boyd as a sit, even through some impressive performances, just because he wasn't seeing a ton of volume, and I didn't think it was sustainable. I did bump him to a start this week. I wouldn't love him in my lineup, just because he is so dependent on touchdowns and big plays as of late, which is really not his game. But at some point, you just have to realize the Bengals offense is on fire, and it's okay to kind of ride the hot hand at times. I mean, Joe Burrow the last two weeks, he almost has thrown for a thousand passing yards. It has been wild. So any of those three guys could make your lineups. For the Browns, this team is just falling apart. Baker is clearly not the guy. It'll be really interesting to see what they kind of do in the offseason because they do have a decent roster around him. In terms of their wide receivers, I'm going to be listing Jarvis Landry as a start, but he's nothing more than like a wide receiver three flex option. And then I'm sitting Donovan Peoples-Jones. I would just rather go for the guy who I think is going to get the volume, which is Jarvis Landry. The next game is going to be between the Chargers and the Raiders, and I'm just going to be starting all three of the wide receivers here on the graphic. So for the Chargers, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, both really nice starts. For the Raiders, you continue to fire up Hunter Renfro, who's just been a monster down the stretch, just a super reliable like wide receiver to play. The next game is going to be between the 49ers and the Rams. For the Niners, you continue to plug in Debo Samuel as a high-end wide receiver one, and Brandon Ayuk as like a back-end wide receiver two, high-end wide receiver three play. For the Rams, I think you continue to fire up Cooper Cup as the wide receiver one overall, and then I'd favor Odell Beckham over Van Jefferson in this matchup. OBJ has just been a consistent presence in the red zone, whereas Van Jefferson has not. So I'd go OBJ as a start, Van Jefferson as a sit. The next game is between the Chiefs and the Broncos. For the Chiefs, you fire up Tyreek Hill, not interested in any of those other weapons. You know, you have guys like Robinson, Pringle, Hardman. They're all going to have a few games during the season where they catch, you know, a deep touchdown pass and it looks good for fantasy, but just no consistency from any of those guys. For the Broncos, you continue to sit these wide receivers. Even though they're talented, you can't trust Sutton, Judy, or Tim Patrick with this current passing attack for the Broncos. And then for the final game of the week, we have the Seahawks taking on the Cardinals. For the Seahawks, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett have had some rough games as of late. Both came through on Sunday. Metcalf with a monster performance really kind of came out of nowhere. He had honestly become sittable, you know, with how bad he had been, but he definitely rebounded. I think you can fire these two up as starts. You know, don't know if I'm 100% back in. Like, I don't think Metcalf is like a wide receiver one play this week, but more of like wide receiver two options. For the Cardinals, the only wide receiver I want there is Christian Kirk. I think he's the number one with D-Hop out. A.J. Green's going to see some opportunities. Wesley caught two touchdown passes. I just don't think that's going to carry over here in week 18. And that is going to wrap it up for every single matchup. Thank you guys for stopping by. If you haven't seen my running back start sit, go check it out. But thank you guys again, and I'll see you in the next one.